Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. We are finally in season two. I said after I turned 30 is the turn of a new season. Season two back in action in another quarantine edition of this podcast. I hope individuals are staying safe, staying secure, and practicing social distancing and wearing your mask. Because the sooner that we wear masks, is the sooner we get off punishment and we can go and live our lives. That is all I have to say about that. So please, 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 wear a mask. With today's topic, I wanted to talk about something that has been getting me through this damn-demic, as my mom calls it. 2020 has been a shit show. It's like that. And it has been challenging to think of anything positive. But in the midst of it all, you have to remember that positivity is what's going to get you through this. This too shall pass. And everything in life is temporary. Even if it seems like it's forever. Everything in life is temporary. This pandemic is temporary. It may seem like forever. But if you really look at it from a, a standpoint. We've only been in this pandemic since March. What is it? March, April, May, June, July. It's only been five months that we have endured this pandemic. Time has been flying. I, I remember I was overseas in March with my brother and brother-in-law. And now I am at home with my mom. Uh, just enduring. Just like the rest of you all. So I just wanted to give you some positive affirmation. As we continue with this pandemic we are living in. Since this pandemic has started, though, I have been reading more. I had picked up a certification in IT support services just to enhance my skill set because you never know when you will, will need it. I just want to make sure that if there is a worst case scenario that transpires with in my job and my job position, I have options to be able to have have the opportunity to, to go somewhere if something were to transpire. I'm still grateful for a position at my job. I'm grateful for the team that I, that I work with and being able to talk it out, hash it out. Being able to go entirely remote and still provide productive services for the students that we serve has been a true blessing uh, for me. So I am forever grateful for having this job opportunity. I'm grateful that I am able to still help out my mother. If any of you know that my mother works in the beauty industry as a licensed esthetician and makeup artist by trade, since this pandemic has transpired, a lot of the jobs that she had lined up for a commercial business and bridal season, because usually people get married in the summer, those have been postponed till the next calendar year. And it has put a financial strain on my my mother. Uh, so I decided to come back and help her out. Uh, 
trying to be a good son. And doing the best I can to help with the utilities, mortgage, uh, because I'm in a position to help since she and my father had sacrificed so much in my life to make sure that I was in a position to succeed. Like they, they sacrificed so much paying for tuition, making sure that I didn't have any incruing debt. They are the reasons why I am the person I am today. And I don't take that for granted at all. I would say that I have a sense of privilege to be able to not worry about the the bills that came in through I, like the office of Bursar. I never had to worry about uh, a payment being missed or having a financial hold on my account because my parents sacrificed so much for me. And the least I could do was go to class and do the work. That is all they asked of me to do. And school was relatively easy for me. Uh, as far as the academia piece, being able to articulate thoughts and seeing what professors, instructors wanted out of the work that you were doing and then providing quality work, that it was never a challenge for me. And going back saying thank you is is one of the greatest achievements and that's why I want to continue to help others along the way that might have have been as fortunate as I was this is why I'm, I'm doing this podcast is to provide a sense of positivity uh, a, a sense of a little guidance because I'm, I'm not an expert in, in any of these things I I read articles that make sense that are practical because there's a lot of stuff on the internet that state state things and might not be credible or accurate that is why I read to make sure that content is worthy for me to speak on it before just blabbing and this week's conversation is regarding Seven Practical Tips to Achieve a Positive Mindset. I found this article on success.com. It was written by Larry Alton almost a year ago. It was post-dated June 28th, 2019. I was in Tokyo (laughs) June 28th, 2019. It just seems like an eternity ago, man. But today is about the power of positive thinking. And from this article, uh, Larry Alton states that the power of positive thinking is this popular concept. And it can sometimes feel cliche. But he states that there are physical and mental benefits of positive thinking. And some of the things that he gives for a positive mindset, it can give you more confidence, improve your mood, and then reduce the likelihood of developing uh, conditions such as hypertension, depression, and other stress-related disorders. 
and he has seven things which I'm going to break down in my words to help clarify what he means. So what he says, the first thing that you should do, there are seven of them. The first thing that you need to do is start the day with a, a positive affirmation. You have to go into every single day as a gift. I know from Kung Fu Panda, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. That is why it's called the present. Because we don't know what tomorrow is going to hold for us. Yes, as, as a young person, I would anticipate, I would hope that I have another day or numerous days, numerous years to continue to do good things. I feel like my story hasn't been told yet. I've done a lot in my 30 years, but I feel like I got a lot more to go. And starting with a positive affirmation in a day, knowing that this day could possibly be your last day, you want to go in with a positive mindset saying that I will accomplish this, I will do this, I am more than a conqueror, these are some of the things that that go into my my mindset. You have to go and look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that today is going to be a good day. I'm going to be awesome today. No one can tell me shit today. I'm going to do my absolute best at whatever I want to achieve today. You have to go in with that mindset. Look at yourself. I am grateful to be alive today because a lot of people didn't wake up this morning. A lot of people are still struggling. You might be dealing with some issues that might seem tremendous to you. And that is your truth. And there is no one stopping you from that. But you have to go in with that mindset. It's like, yes, I'm going through these challenges right now. However, I am still here. I'm still alive. I have a chance to do something today. Starting with those positive affirmations is something that you want to take for credit. The second thing that he talks about is focus on the good things, however small. You got to look at those small victories that you get throughout the day. If you got out the bed this morning and you was trying to be lazy in the entire day, that is a small victory. That is a good thing. You got out of the bed this morning. Count that as a win. You went outside to go to the mailbox to get the mail. As trivial and small and minute as that sounds, you went to the mailbox and got something out of there. If you were trying to do a puzzle piece and you finally found that puzzle piece, you did something that day. Every single day we encounter challenges. We all do. Whatever you define as a challenge is something that, that you do. Um, and challenges either make or break us. You have to go in with the mindset that, all right, I'm not going to let this challenge define me. I'm going to conquer this challenge no matter how big or how small it is. Uh, so for example, he uses the example, um, if you get stuck in traffic, think about how now you have time to listen to your favorite podcast. Uh, if the store runs out of food that you want to prepare, 
think about the thrill of trying something new. You got to think about those things. Oh, they don't have my thing. Okay, that's cool. Not meant to be. I was trying to buy. This is my my story. I was trying to buy Jordan fours from for my birthday. Jordan four black cats. Um, they started retail price at one hundred and eighty dollars. I don't buy Jordans. I I think I only have one pair of Jordans, and they're just Jordan ones. They're black and gold. Uh, I just wanted to buy these Jordan Black kits. So I go through all the proper channels to try and find it. I was like, I'm going to spend this amount of money on the Jordan Black kits. I purchased them. And they go through, I went through StockX because they look for authenticity. So it was on its way. I was, I was so excited. I was going to be here before my birthday. I was going to have my whole fit out. Uh, all decked out with these Jordan 4s, and then I get an email from StockX saying that these shoes aren't authenticated. I was devastated for about two seconds, and then afterwards I realized, ah, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, and they refunded my credit card back, so I took that as a win because I got money back that I didn't have to spend, and that's how I look at it from that mindset. So you have to think about those things. Minor setbacks for a major comeback. The third thing that he talks about is find humor in bad situations. We can think about the pandemic right now. Uh, we are on punishment and nobody wanted to be in a pandemic. People have lost their lives, They're, especially in the United States. There's over 100, 100 and what? 30, maybe 140,000 individuals that are dead from this virus, which is tragic, which is tragic due to administrators and public office rendering decisions that value the economy over human lives, which is sad. It's sad to think about. You've had individuals lose employment. They got laid off. And that those are those are terrible things. Where am I going to get food? Where am I going to eat? How am I going to pay my rent or my mortgage? How am I going to provide for my family? Those are dire situations, and I don't wish that on anybody. But even in those dire situations, you have to find humor in it. You got laid off? All right. Now you could probably pursue the most ridiculous thing that you always wanted to do. Um... When my father had passed, that was a, a bad situation. It's like, how can you find humor in your dad dying? Because my dad would be like, dude, you can't be just sulking and crying over me. I'm dead. I don't have to experience any of the bullshit you're doing on, on this planet right now. Like, I find that humor. It's like, my dad would probably be like, ha ha, y'all dealing with all this bullshit while I'm chilling in wherever he is in another dimension not having to worry about this shit I find humor in that he wanted me to go pursue things he wanted me to continue to live life so I'll, I find it funny it's like alright dad dies major pedestal major foundation in my life I need to go and live life so the things that I did well he passed away I went up to Toronto I'm 
went in the middle of the freaking winter. Uh, for what? It was a cheap ticket because it was the middle of winter. <laughs> I flew to Toronto and I did things that I wanted to do. I wasn't looking for anybody. I wasn't trying to find relationships. I was literally there for my own enjoyment because I wanted to have fun. Uh, I took advantage of everything that I could. I did the most touristy things that I could do in, in, in that great city. Um, I went to the Museum of Illusions because that looked cool. Because I was like, man, I just want to do something that's just cool that I want to do. I don't want to have any burdens or any binds to anybody. I did that. Uh, I stayed at a hostel. I was sing like single living hostel. I met some great people. Met really good people. Met my friend Steve. Uh, I got a connection in Toronto now. But he's moving back to Australia because of his... Uh, his holiday visa is going to be up. Whenever we get off of punishment, I'm going to go visit Steve in Melbourne and kick it with, with the folks down under. Probably see a kangaroo. I've never seen a kangaroo other than at the zoo. Seeing live kangaroos. They're like deer over there. <laughs> I just want uh, being able to do that. I went to the Toronto Raptors game. Granted, they were playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I saw a couple of the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, because, where was I at? I was I think I was at Soho, Toronto. Soho House, Toronto. And some of the Cav players were there. Like, I saw Channing Fry, um, Eaton. You know, just regular people trying to get that. But got to go to a Raptors game. Little did I know that the following year, the Toronto Raptors would be the NBA champions. So I got to see an NBA championship team play. I got to see Kawhi play I, I got to sit pretty close. These are, are some of the things that I just find like funny. Like, haha, I'm doing things that I wanted to do. Even though it is sad that these things had transpired, I was still finding the humor of like, man, I'm still enjoying life. Even though I lost my dad. And he wouldn't want me to be soaking and crying. So I have a great affinity towards Toronto. I aspire to move there within the next year, the, the greater Toronto area. I want to pursue that uh, that opportunity because during my worst situation, I found good and humor in that city. So I owe that city for a rebirth and renewing my, my faith in humanity. So that's how I found the humor in bad situations. Uh, number four is turn failures into lessons. We've all failed. And we are not perfect in any means. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to experience failure on multiple contexts. Um, at multiple jobs. Multiple people. We just have to turn those failures into lessons. I'll give a, a prime example. When I was working in residence life at Washington State University, I was considered the GOAT. One of the greatest of all time. I was winning awards. I was, I was building great communities for my, my student staff members and the residents that lived in the building. Uh, first professional job. I was on cloud nine. 
I, I was great. I mean, the only thing that I was just unhappy about was not being in a, a city or a community that was familiar to me. So that took a toll on me. Uh, so I went and tried to get new opportunities, was rejected for job opportunities, particularly in academic advising. I was trying to get an advising position at the University of Illinois. I was a finalist, flew all the way from Pullman to Urbana to be denied. I also had flew to Michigan State to be denied again. That took a serious toll on my mindset. I went to a position at the University of Illinois at Chicago and as a, a resident in residence life again. And I wasn't a rock star there. Uh, I struggled. I had challenges with student staff members. I had challenges with some, some colleagues. And it wasn't an overall great experience. Those were failures because I, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. I don't want to burn any bridges. But sometimes people just aren't compatible. People don't connect. People don't mesh together. And that was really frustrating for me at that time. And then I did have a friendship with a, a one individual that was staying with me for a brief period of time while he was working at Loyola. And he had given me the, the opportunity to go work in my current position, which is in the College of Arts and Sciences. I took advantage of that and got the job, knowing that all this hard work of those many failures, learning from those failures of like, what did I do wrong? But it wasn't my time and season for that opportunity right there. Granted, people come in your life for a time and season so that... that friend that I had where we're not close anymore or, or really on speaking terms uh, I remember seeing him on the L and we just gave each other a head nod but that was about it but other than that we aren't cool but I'm gonna send my apologies to you man I hope you're doing well and if you ever listen to this man the phone is right here we can chop it up and go from there but if not I wish you the best in life and best of luck in your future endeavors. The fifth thing that is talked about is transform negative self-talk into positive self-talk. Negative self-talk will always creep up on you and it's kind of hard to notice. Sometimes you might say to yourself that, man, I'm so bad at this, or I shouldn't have tried this. But you have to get into the mindset, a positive mindset of, instead of saying, oh, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, oh, this is a different opportunity and hoping for the best. Um, another thing is, once I get more practice at this, I'll find a better way to do this at this time. Uh, instead of, I shouldn't have tried it, it becomes, that didn't work out as planned, but maybe next time. S changing the narrative, spinning it, spinning it to a positive mindset. My example was, I wanted to learn how to juggle. Uh, and I used to take my mother's fruit, and I would try and juggle it. And 
I would get discouraged because the fruit would be bruised because it would fall to the ground. My mom would be pissed. And I was in that negative self-talk like, man, why am I doing this? I can't do this. Why am I even trying this? And then I flipped it and said, all right, I'm not getting it right now, but I'm going to keep working at it. Time and time again, I got better and better and better. And I finally learned how to juggle. And juggling is, is, a, is a skill that I have that I haven't really utilized <laughs> as much, but I still know how to juggle. But during that time, it was a, a challenge for me and getting into that negative self-talk. I had to flip the script and put in positive energy and positive mindset for me to be successful. Number six is focus on the present and what he means is he's talking about the present not today not this hour what he means is this exact moment uh he uses the example you might be getting chewed out by your boss but what in this exact moment is happening that's so bad Forget the comments that were five minutes ago. Forget what they might say five minutes from now. Focus on this one individual moment. In this situation, you'll find it's not as bad as you imagine it to be. Most sources of negativity stem from a memory of recent events or the exaggerated imagination of potential future events. You have to stay in the presence of mind. And this is a challenge for me as a person that is futuristic. Like, my mind is already over in... In Canada, I'm already married with my three kids, and we're having, like, a super soaker fight. That's already where my mind is, and everything comes hunky-dory. It's all it's all fine. It's all great, but I have to be in the presence of mind right now. What am I doing right now to get me to where I want to be in the future? Sometimes this can be discouraging to you, but it sets a reality for you to know that if you are putting yourself in a present mind day in and day out, and you keep working towards that goal that you have. You can always have aspirations of looking into the future, looking at looking at great hope. But you have to be in the presence of mind. And you have to be realistic about it. You take each day that you are granted as a blessing. And that's what I do time and time again. Take each day that I am granted a blessing. In this mindset, what I'm talking about, this present mindset, I am talking about positivity and positive mindset for your mind, body, and soul. That is where we are right now. The final thing that this article states is find positive friends, mentors, or coworkers. When you surround yourself with positive people, You'll hear positive outlooks, positive stories, and positive affirmation. And these positive words will sink in and they will impact your line of thinking. It will affect the words and simply how you contribute to different groups. When you are surrounded by, by life, by positivity, by joy, by love, your whole mindset changes. And if you have been in an environment where 
there's a level of negativity, there's a level of toxicity. Um, uh, it's pain, anguish. That's not good for your psyche. It's not. It's literally not. You never want to be in those situations. And sometimes life puts you in those situations and it's not fun to be in negative situations. But if you can, try and find those positive individuals in your life. Because they come few and far between. It's, 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 it might be rare to, to find them, but they're out there. Because my mindset is I want to assume that people have genuinely good intentions when interacting amongst each other. I don't, I don't want to believe that individuals go in the mindset of screwing people over. There are people that are out in the world that will try and screw you over. That is the reality. That is facts. But I want to assume in good faith that people are running the same race as you are. Trying to get better and better each and every single day. And being able to latch on to those people is something that will do your psyche a lot better. So much better. I mean, it, it can be, be difficult. And then needing to eliminate negativity in your life before it consumes you. You might have had a, a great relationship in the past with a person. But if it is not doing you any good, if it is bringing negativity to your life, you got to find a way to cut it off. Even if that person is family. You can't choose your family, but you can choose your well-being. Remember that. Yes, you can't just say, oh, forget you, family. I, I'm done with you. But you can feed your family with a long-handled spoon. I, I've seen it with my parents. They, they've had dysfunction within in family dynamics. They decided when they had the opportunity, they wanted to move away from the dysfunction, and rightfully so. And it doesn't mean that they don't love them any any worse or better. Just they didn't want to deal with that negative energy around their family. And I had to respect that. So, going from there, I, I, I admire my family from that. But those are some of the things that you need to, to think about when going in with a positive mindset. Remember, you need to start your day. One, start your day with a uh, with positive affirmation. Two, focus on the good things, however small. Three, find humor in bad situations. Four, turn failures into lessons. Five, transform negative self-talk into positive self-talk. Six, focus on the present. And seven, finding positive friends, mentors, and co-workers. And this my friends will give you that positive mindset that you are seeking. It takes time. They say the same Rome wasn't built in a day. It wasn't. Each day that you are granted, count that as a gift, count that as a blessing, count it as the present. And if you are continuing on these steps, 
you'll be well on your way to a positive mindset. That was the talk regarding positive mindset. Coming up next week, I'm going to be providing some hidden talents that I have. Uh, the hidden talents that will be transpired is voiceovers. I used to do voiceovers, and I'm going to bring in two guests for these voiceovers, and hopefully I can pull off the voiceovers and have a conversation with these two individuals. Um, two prominent characters in in childhood for me, or just in children's childhood. Yes, children's childhood uh, coming up. So that should be fun. going to try something new with y'all. It's my podcast. <laughs> Feel free to listen or don't. Um, if you are listening, feel free to click on that link, www.facebook.com slash Perspective For all the updates in regards to new podcasts coming up, hit that like button so you can be updated and informed. I will put the article, success.com, the seven practical tips to achieving a positive mindset by Larry Alton up here as well for your reading pleasure. With that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace.